Well, here we are, Oncers. We're back once again, and we're going to talk about Season 6, Episode 12, Murder Most Foul, and the brewing bromance between Hook and um, David. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, Oncers. We're having a fun time here in the studio. Um, I'm Tiana Hobson, and joining me tonight, I've got Dakota T. Jones. What is up? Thanks for that intro. You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And Professor Serafini. Hello, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Doesn't that sound just like a really good Italian dish? A Professor Serafini. Yes, like I would go <laughs> I mean, to Italy and sure. order that. I would can probably. I, order my last it. name is Italian. Yeah. Yes. Can I get one Serafini please? with a nice <laughs> bottle of wine, please? This world can't handle more Serafini. <laughs> Sad. Uh, Roxy will be back with us next week. Um, she's sad she's not here with us, and we're sad that she's missing it. But you know what? Her problem, not ours. Oh. So oh, she said it. She tried so hard. She <laughs> tried so hard. To I'm just her. mostly sad she wasn't here to hold my hand for the opening. I, I'm used to that support, and she failed me today, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Anyways, tonight's episode, initial thoughts from, from the peanut gallery over here. <laughs> peanut gallery. I loved it. I think that it's one of those things where this show is one of my favorite shows, obviously, and they always have these things that happen. I think the last season was a really good season, but I think that there was a few things that were lacking or things that they were just trying to kind of make up just to kind of get the storyline going along. This season seems genuine. Things are happening. It feels almost like the old Once Upon a Time where we're getting all this new information. It's exciting. Things are happening. And it it doesn't seem so forced. It seems a little bit more natural now, I feel. I enjoyed it. I think there were a lot of good moments in this episode. Moments that made me happy. Moments that made me shocked and afraid. And like moments that would be like, what is going on? I, I think the show still does a good job with emotional upheavals. And I think the stories storylines, especially in this episode, were pretty strong. And and it was a good lead up to like what the next episode. I know. Will be, so. Like these last few episodes, like I've clung onto Tiana's arm. Yeah. It's a stop thing. doing that. Don't touch like, me. I'm sorry, but like whenever I'm in emotional distress watching this, I'm just like <gasps> like I just grab her and then afterwards I'm like, wait, I, <laughs> I just give him a weird side eye, like, why are you touching me? Why are you touching me? <laughs> Someone but get that's, me a white That's what you want to see though. When you're watching an episode, you want that that excitement where you, you know you, otherwise we're just kind of like really you know but it's exciting whenever you you feel all those emotions that they're they're obviously trying to convey to us and mm-hmm. i just i love it i think it's been exciting okay there was a lot of great acting in this episode yeah, oh my god a lot of great acting and yeah. i i like i like when once goes in the darker tone without actually being like i'm gonna turn evil now you know it's nothing like that it's just you know darker storylines more truthful and sort of adult and not relying on the fairy tale aspect of things, like when they really take the storylines and make it their own, which is what they're doing here. I yeah. I really do enjoy that. Uh, so let's start with these flashbacks that we saw. Um, Ruth and Robert, uh, David's yes. parents. <laughs> so I was going to give them a last name, and then I was like, <laughs> You're like "Wait, chart me? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, that's wrong." Um, so we get to see the moment when they had to the reason behind them giving up Jean, baby James. That was heartbreaking. That was terrible. That was so Sophie's choice. Yeah. It's like how do you choose like you have two sick babies. This you can't get any medicine. You can't afford it. You can't find it. Your babies aren't going to make it through the winter and then in walks Rumble Stillskin with like the deal of the century like hey, 
I'm going to make sure both of your kids are okay, but the price you have to pay is that you have to give up one of them. I mean, wouldn't you guys do the same thing? Would you rather your, your both of your children die, or would you rather they both live? Hopefully, one will have a good life with the king, they would think hopefully, and then they would get to keep one. I think that any one of us would probably have made that choice if it came down to it, and that was our only option. Yeah, I mean, that's the lesser of two evils. But again, Rumple disappeared out of nowhere, and seemingly back then, it seems like, who is this guy who's making a crazy deal like this and they didn't question it whatsoever i feel like rumple was just kind of known around town like i guess oh, yeah yeah the the gold glittery guy who pops up in your living room <laughs> like, right. oh that rumple uh, yeah oh. he's so he comes in at the most inconvenient times doesn't he right um yeah or convenient or for convenient them. for himself mm. so they have to decide who to give up and i mean like you said dakota this is almost an impossible situation to even fathom being in where you have to choose either you know possibly losing both of your babies or losing one but they both get to live i feel like this is a thing that happens on like gray's anatomy all the time it's like oh my god who gets the liver Um, (laughs) it's like what do you do in these situations so it is an impossible thing so i will never judge the parents decision because you know they did what they felt was the right thing to do at the time um Kind of crappy that they had to toss a coin to decide. I know who yeah. to Your go. Children's fate. But again, but it's at Sophie's least, choice. Yeah, at least we know where the coin plays into all of this. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And not only that, but I mean, would you rather the parents be like, okay, well, we really like David, so we're going to keep him? Or it's a little bit as screwed up as it is choosing a child over a coin toss. At least they know. They wanted both of them. They didn't say, oh, I think we're going to let James go because yeah. David's kind of, you know. You know, James's cry is a little bit more high-pitched yeah. than David, so you take him. He, yeah. He'll never sleep through the he night. He has more poopy diapers. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> like, what do you think? Like, really? Um, so then fast forward six years, and Prince James has been abducted. In case you're listening, I used air quotes <laughs> there because later on we find out that the kid just ran away because he wasn't happy at well, I don't blame him. Because King George is a douchebag. He's a right? terrible person. Yes. He's Total not douchebag. nice at all. Uh, but it was interesting to find out, you know, oh, well, you know, at first we think that he's been abducted. King George is like, any information on him, you'll be rewarded handsomely. Robert goes home who, you know, he's at the tavern drinking, which we knew he was always a drunk, but he's like, look, this is the way I can fix myself. I need to go find him. I need to, you know, do this because Redemption. It seems like the reason he started drinking, he started drinking after they gave the kid away, and yeah. that's kind of started his downward spiral. And I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah, it's a terrible decision that completely changed his life. Right, but it is one of those things where he. I mean, we're not obviously in the situation, but like when you get put in something like that, you know, you still have a son, so be there for your son. Like, like the the bartender said, like you literally could be using this for your family, and he's like, just get me a drink. Obviously, we see the shift in his his life choices later, but at that moment I was like, dude, like I get that you're upset, but you have a son back home who needs you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for your six-year-old son to be so aware that you are a raging drunk hurt my soul. Dakota just tried to take a drink and missed his mouth, guys. It just went on his shirt. Sorry. I was oh, going to try to like totally just like go over it and not have anyone notice, but... No, I'm sorry. I, was, I, I reacted to it, so then I had to explain why I reacted. Dakota. Oh, Dakota. Now I'm it looks sorry. like you're lactating. Out of <laughs> Only one. Only one. Only one. Get it together, Dakota. Um, um, Alright. Yes. I, was, I was about to have a very 
sorry. serious I thought. Okay. I'm no, sorry. I, I'm trying to have a serious thought. I'm over here lactating. <laughs> right in it. I, ca- I completely agree, too, because, you know, it's always sad when kids know. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's that serious when a six-year-old is noticing it and literally can't do anything about it. Yeah, and he's like, so you're going to come back and you're going to be better? That broke my oh, heart. No. Like, at six years old, I, I mean, I don't even think I really understood what alcohol was until I was... A preteen, like right. if I'm, my parents just didn't drink that much, Same. but you know, like I didn't understand it. So for a six-year-old to be so aware of it, oh my gosh, that just broke my heart to hear him say that. But you know, he promises that he will be better. He's going off, and he's really de- he's really determined yeah. to do this, and he knows that this is the way to fix his life. Um, so his first stop, of course, is going to Rumple for assistance to find the kid, and he's and, got a backbone now. Yeah. I liked seeing that. He's like, you owe me one. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, but, oh then, my god. but like, you're making a deal with Rumpel, and that's never good. It's gonna backfire on it, you. It, it, it probably will backfire, but it seemed like a very simple deal. Well, Too simple. small things can hold great power. Rumpel said that twice within a minute and a half of each other. Literally oh, small yeah. things. Like, literally, I don't even know how he could like, get a hair off of his head. Let's think about so this. Small. The hair, that's DNA. Yeah. Okay, like, does that mean somewhere out there David could have another sibling? Like, there's no Ooh. telling what Rumple did with My this goodness. one hair follicle. Either that, or he's going to bring him back to life with that DNA, replicate his father, and maybe that's why he's been visiting him in his, like, you know how he's, like, kind of there, kind of not? You know what I'm saying? That's terrible. So I feel like maybe Rumple will use that against him, or maybe somehow he'll come about and he'll have like a second father kind of like a Robin 2.0 where it's kind of like the father but kind of not but the same DNA type of thing you are kind of the father <laughs> right <laughs> that would be a very interesting that uh, would be very interesting yeah. and Rumple also kind of ends this whole conversation by saying you know someday maybe we'll all be re- reunited with our sons or like we'll both be reunited with our sons so yeah I think at this point in the timeline that's when he obviously gave up you know Bellfire, and he's feeling sorry for his own family and his own choices, so... Probably. And maybe that's also, you know, a little prediction about being reunited with sons. Or, (laughs) you know, maybe because he went to Pleasure Island and met up with his son (laughs) right afterwards. Maybe that's it. Who knows? I think they did an amazing job with the set of Pleasure Island. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I was so happy about it because Pleasure Island, Pinocchio, I wanted to go there as a kid. Me too, even though it's not like supposedly like a good place. But it's kind of a scary island. Thank you everyone in live chat. They're saying Rumple through the hair away. Why? I mean, I saw him do something magical with it, but... Well, he, th- he threw it, like, in the air with the coin and stuff, but I don't know if he actually like, threw it. Rumpel wouldn't ask for something and not keep it. No. Yeah. Wait, when did... I didn't see that part. When did he throw it in the air? It was, like, right afterwards, because I've been down to write notes, and when I looked up, I saw him kind of flip. Yeah, then he's, like, great things come in small, whatever. Or maybe mm-hmm. he did that thing where and he kind of, like, made it like just, like, it. save it for later type of thing, like... Whew. Because if Rumpel threw it out, then that would mean that he didn't need to make that deal and, he and Rumpel doesn't do anything about, for free. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't say a line about the power. Yeah. Thing. And especially at this point in his timeline. Yeah. He was ruthless. Mm-hmm. Ruthless. Um, so Pleasure Island where every kid wants to go. <laughs> like, right. hello, candy, games, like just Carnival. fun carnivals and then they turn you into donkeys, right? Like, it's, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Oh my it's, the it's the water. It's the water. It's the water, Don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. <laughs> drink the water Otherwise you can have a great island. time. You can have a great time but don't touch the water. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> tip if you ever go there. Just... You know what I'm saying? Don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. It's like Mexico. You just don't drink the water. <laughs> you have a lot of experience with all this. <laughs> 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 
Um, so while on Pleasure Island, uh, you know, we get to see Pinocchio, which was fun yes. to see him there because especially when they said Pleasure Island, I was like, okay, it's Pinocchio, it's his story, like, yeah. are we going to see him mm-hmm. there? And I thought the animation on Pinocchio was really great. Oh, I know, it, yeah. It, oh, yeah, it looked great. amazing. I was like, yes, budget, okay. Hey, and I, I think it's you. also, yeah, I think it's also great that Pinocchio even ties to David's storyline mm-hmm. back then, even way before Emma. Look at this. Dina Zetto said he, well, where'd it go? Oh. He threw away the hair because basically he feels bad. He, he, uh, he like, resonates with he feels, a dad missing a son. Feels for a dad missing a son. Hmm. I could see that. I also Even just a, think it's Rumpelstiltskin. And yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't trust fully him. Fully trust. Yeah. His intentions are always pure. Even even now, when he tries to be pure, I'm like, mm, I don't know if your yeah, intentions are pure. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I love the line. Do you think I was carved yesterday? Yes, <laughs> Danielle, I agree. Yes. That was a great line. Yesterday, that was a great line. Um, that whole interaction, and like you were saying, Dakota, you know, knowing now that Pinocchio's storyline was tied to him at such a young age. Yeah. You know, we knew about Pinocchio when, you know, Geppetto was building the box, or the... Wardrobe. The por- the, yeah, the wardrobe and everything, but we didn't know that when David was six years old, Pinocchio was already like, I want to be a real boy! <laughs> <laughs> that was Pinocchio. really good. Thank you. Oh, I practice a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she looks in the mirror, I want to be a real boy! <laughs> um, but, you know, so... Pinocchio leads him to where James is. And this part also broke my heart a little bit because we know what kind of person James turned into. So to know that he started as this sweet, scared little boy who didn't, didn't who right. literally said, I don't want to be a knight. I don't want to have to kill things. Yeah. To turn into the complete opposite of that by adulthood. It's just like that is, again, nature versus nurture. It's like you're a product of your environment and your surroundings and was raised by this not nice and cruel person and that's why he turned out the way he did yeah that's so true and like it it's unfortunate for james at that point um but it it kind of kind of works out for david to take over in a certain way but it it does make sense like you say because it's sad when you see a little kid who again didn't have a choice in all this Mm -hmm. yeah and he was so excited to learn that he could go somewhere and have a brother i know live a life and then King George is there and he's like don't let him take me and then I it know. wasn't really a fight or a struggle it was just like I goodbye ha- I have a question <laughs> about that because whenever he shows up and King George is there I immediately thought what a little trick like he said this to get him from Pleasure Island he didn't really want his son back he wanted to give him back so he could get the reward that's what I originally thought whenever he was standing at the docks oh my gosh mm. you have ye of little faith well, I Dakota mean, <laughs> otherwise I feel like why would he even confront King George wouldn't he just take the son and run like or did they just bump into I mean, each there's, other there's like, no other like run back into the island where the guys were chasing them trying to capture them there because he was taking a child away like he was that's he true. couldn't go that way. King George and the boats are this way. That's true. He had nowhere to go, Dakota. I just wish that he could have smuggled away and ran, you know? Yeah, because that would have been too simple. That would have been too simple. You're right. Yeah. But it's also sad knowing that James had a chance to go back to his original family. I know. Yeah. Do you think Rumpel would have let him, though? from him. Do you think Rumpel would have let him, though? No. At this point, though... It's a it's it would have been between King George and that's Robert true. to kind of straighten out. Rumple's mm-hmm. like, Yo. I gave you the kid. If you lost him, that's on you. That's yeah. on you, bro. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So totally. I think it would have been 
kind of them figuring it out, which, of course, King George is like, nope, guards, go kill him. Like, get rid of this guy. Ordered to be killed. Ordered to be killed. That's what but he we said. all know who did the real killing. <sighs> which... We'll get there. That was another grab Tiana's arm moment. <laughs> <laughs> and he's grabbing my arm, and I'm just like, I mean, Dakota. Oh, there she went. <laughs> <laughs> my hair's so sm- silky smooth, the headphones won't stay on. <laughs> you were like, Dakota what? On the regular oh, arm. Dakota... It was kind of obvious that this was coming at this point. <laughs> One of our viewers even tweeted this to us, and we've even like said it in predictions. Ago. You know, we yeah. thought this would probably happen, but I mean... Yeah, it's like we always say, every time something is going too well or too good, too happy, you have to throw a wrench in it. Yeah. So, as the guards are trying to dispose of Robert by, you know, soaking him with booze, and they're going <laughs> to run his, tra- his trailer down into the ravine <sighs> and kill him, here walks Hook and his gang... And they're like, oh, all the king's gold. Yes. Oh, you saw me kill the king's men. Now I have to kill you. And, and like, at least with King George, he ordered someone else to do it. So yeah. at the end of the day, he's like, I mean, technically I didn't kill him. Yeah, but That's, King but, George is a king. He has all of his lackeys do yeah, the, the dirty, dirty work. Yeah, exactly. But in this case, it's just like, man, it hurts even more that it wasn't just Hook's actions or order that did it. It's he actually it. his sword. He did it. I know. You know? And his character. I'm yeah, so mad. His character. Who he was. Yeah, this is who he was and who he's trying to get away from being and it's just it does hurt a little bit mm. but I was also like, okay, they've been really slowly pushing this Hook and David bromance at us and then tonight was just the over, the mother yeah. load of <laughs> bromanticness between them yeah. that I was like okay clearly this is the best way to throw a wrench in that relationship question do you think that Hook didn't really put two and two together who the guy was who got killed until this episode because otherwise I feel like long ago we would have seen him kind of feel guilty but I feel like he may have just realized oh my gosh whenever he got the new storybook pages he was like mm-hmm. crap I recognize this I'm the one who did this. So I really don't think he knew until tonight. What do no, you guys think? he definitely I, didn't know because I think he wouldn't have known who David's father was. Yeah. Right. Not like they had photographs of people or anything. You know, he wouldn't have known who anyone was. But thanks and if book. August had never found them pages, he still wouldn't have known. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That is yeah, so no, true. Exactly. Oh, the moment he saw those pages, the moment he saw those pages, you could just see the yeah, face on, his, on face hook. his face just dropped. He's like, oh, crap, what did I do? Yes. And he was yeah. getting ready to probably propose to Emma that night. Over a nice I microwave popcorn with milk night. duds in it. Not that night. Yeah. I mean, if anything, Hook and Emma need like a full out romantic set up the scene, set up the moment type of engagement. Yeah. It's gonna be an epic proposal. Let's like, not, not kid ourselves. Not here, on the street in front of the house. You being know like, what? Oh, yeah, She's a princess for crying out. I know, but and like, a savior I, and the product of true love. Okay. She deserves better. She does, but even you, whenever we were watching, whenever uh, Hook was guarding the door for Charming, you thought, are they gonna? Is he gonna propose well, right now to in distract? That moment, like, I was like, is he gonna propose to distract right I was now? Like, and that's I was, awful. and I wasn't gonna be okay with that proposal. No. That's why I was like, no, he better not be. I know. Um, but my other favorite line of the night came from the flashback, and. <laughs> 
kind of morbid that this was my favorite line because it's right before Hook kills Robert. But he goes, you know, but dead men tell no tales, which, come on, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, yeah, totally yes. Disneyland. Like, Disney but he just, is a it. pirate. So David constantly reminded him, him of this episode. I was like, that's, that's such a low blow. Yeah, so let's talk about this bromance that's going on. Hook's over here trying to be, like, a better person and, you David know, is- let go of revenge and all this stuff and David they have a complete flip of character which was nice to see and I understand where David's coming from but it was just to keep throwing like well you're just a pirate I know kind yeah. of like that. those were it's your words that hurt I'll tell you what David was this episode <laughs> I'll tell you what David was this episode he was tricksy and false that's what he was. <laughs> he was not like I. I've never seen this version of him before. He's always like the stand-up guy who's always watching out for everyone. And he always like you know even when Emma gets crazy and starts making weird decisions, he's like, no, no, we got to stick to what is good and right. And he was just all over the place, like pulling moves that even Hook wouldn't do anymore. Obviously, well, I mean, also you know he he's hasn't gotten a lot of sleep lately. I you know, know that's true. He's emotional. He hasn't seen his wife, and he was already emotional from the start of this episode. Which yeah. goes to show you that Snow is his voice calm, calm voice of reasoning because could be yeah. you know he wouldn't I, don't, I feel like he wouldn't have gone solo like this if it weren't for not being able to be around with he, her he would have because he has before yeah you think so he, yes. has. he has definitely when snow is awake gone behind her back to do some things that he knew that she wouldn't necessarily That's true approve of but this was shadier than this anything was he's really ever done. shady because he got his daughter's boyfriend involved and had him lying to her as well. And that's just kind of the line that hadn't really been crossed before and that we went there tonight. Yeah. But I also, that being said, I understand why he's doing these things and reacting this way because he's finding out all this new information about his father. His father that he's hated for years because he thought was a drunk and died a drunk and was never going to be anything but a drunk and that his father basically had broken his last promise to him at six years old when he watched his father leave his father promised to be a better person and to stop drinking and then he gets news that his dad died because he drunkenly drove his car off the road from six years old to now he's been hating his father so So they get this new information I can see him you know Wait, no, he was right? Like, all these emotions are hitting yeah. him at once, and he doesn't know how to act. At the end of the day, obviously what happened sucked so bad, nothing can ever replace his father. But at the same time, he might be able to walk away with these emotions knowing, you know what, my father was a good guy, he changed, he was a good man. What happened was, was unfortunate, but at least he can go home now knowing, okay, my father was a good guy. I mean, I would at least be comforted to know that. But now with the whole hook involvement, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, David's, like, seeing dead people. That's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they're, and like, glitching my, in no, and out. They that, that was my question. Like, that. How the heck did he suddenly start appearing? Sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation? <laughs> oh, whatever you call it. That's no, what I have I right now. That's De- why I'm talking like this. Deprivation is my new favorite word. Yeah, I I like, there was no mis- mystical supernatural connection and how that was possible. The only thing I can put together that's new in this scenario is that David recently got that coin back from the evil queen. The evil queen gave him that coin, so maybe... And you know, remember he's had it this for a few episodes. Though. Oh, but remember, these episodes are happening same night of. Yeah. Like tonight's episode happened 
the same night Emma defeated Gideon right. last week. That's right, true. Well, but he's this had coin, this coin of, for a couple days I want to say like six or seven episodes, this coin has been a thing. Yeah, but yeah. in those six or seven episodes, it's maybe been two, three days. Can you imagine? So like, oh maybe gosh. it's just like now starting to come to him, yeah, kind of a delayed thing. That's the only new thing that has happened in his life that would do this, but I do wish they would go into more detail about how he's starting to see his father, which is why I think the hair might come back and play, and I don't think we're really done with the whole father or seeing that version of him at all. Maybe this is like Gideon slash Rumple. Like trying to get at him or kind of mess with his head in order yeah. to to maybe get him off track so that way he can get to Emma easily. I don't know. I feel like because the next preview we have for next week, it's saying you know, Rumpel, whether you like it or not, you're gonna help me type of a thing. So maybe there's some involvement there where Gideon's kind of making Rumpel or Gold kind of do things that he didn't he doesn't want to bring up. You could could you see that? I mean, maybe. I was just questioning like why suddenly just appear unless it's just for this episode to wrap this particular story lineup. Maybe. Well, and we can just accept the, yeah. It the reason I don't think we're done, especially seeing the ghost, is because they never went back to well, I guess he did have that magical moment where, you know, everything went poof. <laughs> everything so, went poof. I, I don't really know how no, to explain I know what, what happened. Whenever he threw there. the coin and yeah. like, you know, I wouldn't throw the coin. Like that's a memory with your father. Why'd you throw the coin? Well, he thought he it was the closure he needs now. Yeah, I was like, it was done. Yeah, he knows that know. his father wanted to come back to him. If that's the only thing I had of my father's, and like he ended up being a stand-up guy and everything, I would want to keep it. You know, I, I don't understand why. But like that's the Titanic, you. and everybody's got to freaking throw the thing <laughs> over the bow. But that's you, Dakota. That's not David. I don't really tend to see David as a sentimental guy. Really? Not, not in that way. No. Really, I think he's sentimental. I don't know. Tiana People should just act like sorry. me, guys. I, you said a sentimental guy, and I started thinking of sentimental man from Wicked. <laughs> I started singing that in my head just now, <laughs> and yeah. I can hear everything. So I zoned out for a sec. Sorry, no, it's okay. I, I know. I looked at you, yes. and you're just kind of like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. mental <laughs> man. Um, yes. So I mean, David is definitely acting a little out of character, but we all understand. I also love that on their adventures together, um, they go to find August. Who I like that he's been around he's in the last couple yeah, episodes. Like, yeah. let's keep this up. I like having him there, and he remembers talking to David's dad, and he even says, "I never put you two together because why would he? How right. would he have known mm-hmm. any of that stuff?" Um, so it was good to get that, and then he brings up those pages from Henry's book. Now I forgot that he had taken pages out of Henry's book because you know we. So it was happen. like four seasons ago. No, it was in season one. It what? was in season one. It was in season one. When no way. he first comes to Storybook, takes yes. the pages out, rebinds it, and gives it back to Emma yes. and Henry. So Yo, now, oh my god. We didn't gosh. even see Henry in this episode. What the I know. Where is Henrold? Um, he has the week off, but he still got paid. So. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. True. True. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was, it was cool to hear that, okay, these are the pages that I was... I didn't want people to know about my time at Pleasure Island... Pinocchio was getting it to no good on Pleasure I Island. I guess so. You feel me, Dakota? I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> you and Pinocchio were partying it up at Pleasure Island, right? We're Raving drinking. all night. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Sugar high. Sugar high, drinking that water. Yes. You know, turning into donkeys. It was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> Sorry, there's so many places donkey could go. you guys drinking? <laughs> um, uh, but I love that Hook does stand out to David when it comes to the line of like, you know, they leave Pleasure Island, are talking to August, and he's like, I know that King George was involved. 
and he's like, I'm ready to go fight him to the death. And Hook's like, no, this is where, you know, I draw the line. Yeah. And David's like, okay, like, you are different. I appreciate that. After he I'm freaking like lock you up to the bike rack. <laughs> right. I know. And he like even like held the knife at his throat. I'm like, what are you doing? You're even turning against Hook. No, that fight was that intense. fight was intense, yo. It was like West Side Story. It was like it's a it knife was. fight like and a, sharks and jets, man. And it was out of jail, so like the shanking of it all, like <laughs> the setting is just perfect for a knife fight. It wasn't a sword fight. These were like long knives, you know. It, it, it's true, like I wonder, sharks and jets. Yes, man. it had yeah. all of that. But in I love how Hook came in and saved, literally saved. King George's life, even though he was quite the a-hole. But it just shows, like, how far Hook has come. And he's like, man, it's not worth it. You're like, don't yeah. do this. And it's like, yeah, he, you, you know he what he did wrong, but it's not going to make you feel any better. It's not going to change anything. I bet George was just having a day, you know, he was just chilling on his bed, and then all of a sudden he gets drug out, and then Hook grabs him by the arm, throws him in, and closes <laughs> the door, and he's probably got back on his bed like, wow, I got my workout for the day. <laughs> you know, like... At least I had a visitor. I know, right? No, no wonder no how long else he's comes been down here. here. Yeah, I was like, okay, you know, he probably enjoyed it. Probably enjoyed it. Mm, he probably did. And I mean, as this is all going on, clearly we know that Hook had gone to see Archie earlier in the day yes. because David had already started making little jabs about him being a pirate. Um, and he's like, look, I want to propose to Emma, but I feel like her dad, you know, still judges me for my past. I need his permission and his blessing to marry Emma, which, oh my gosh, 200-year-old manners are just the cutest. Yeah. Like, Aww. not many people go and ask for the father's permit blessing before proposing that's nowadays. What, I mean, you know? that's what I do before I, like, date a girl. I'll ask the father, like, hey, can I, like, take your daughter out on a date? Like, that's that's me. So Dakota. I have, if Dakota. you showed up at my dad's house and were like, hey, can, you, can I take your daughter out on a date? My dad would be like... Why the hell do you need my permission? <laughs> okay, like, I'm gonna go. My to dad. dad would be so confused and like, "What is what is he doing here? Why is he talking to me?" Like, just really? Take her out. See, yeah. that's just the kind of person I am. Like, I always got to ask the father first. Like, "Hey, can I take your daughter out?" Or, "I'm interested in your daughter." I don't know. So even like dating in LA, if she's like in LA and but she's from Missouri, are you like going through her contacts and like finding her dad's <laughs> phone number so you can call her dad to ask permission before asking her out? I feel like well, it's just dead now. You know, really good manners like that is just kind of Dakota. Dead. You're like a unicorn. I'm really no. So, like, okay, so the I'm last so... the last girl I was with out here, I, I asked her. I said, "Hey, I would really like to go out with you, but I, I need to ask your father first. So we waited, and I went to her dad and asked him, and he said no. You guys are awful, this. by the way. Okay, but okay, you know, back to once. Yeah, okay. back to once. Oh my gosh, Dakota, you guys are awful. <laughs> but you know what? I kind of pulled a charming and just did it anyway. There and you that, go. It kind of burned me there in the end, go. but you know. Okay. Well, <laughs> apparently, chivalry is not dead because Dakota T. Jones is on this. Thank earth. you. Thank yes. you. <laughs> but Hook's like, I need permission. Yeah. He's... So really, at the end of this, we just need more men like you in the world. Aww. Yeah. There you go. Thank what the world you. needs now is more Dakota. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cute how nervous Hook was. Oh, I know. Before he. Aww finally asked because you know david's like thank you you know for stopping me from doing all this stuff you're a good guy and he's like so you know how you can pay me back yeah. i've got an idea speaking of which <laughs> you know when, um i need your blessings to ask your that daughter that was such a long awkward pause it like was. david's basically 
<laughs> he finally gave the smile. I know. He finally gave the smile. No, and... it was good because, I mean, I feel like men who actually do ask other, you know, ask the fathers for their, you know, permission, I feel like that is a long wait probably in life. So I think that was really true and realistic. But I, I did like it because, it, you know, of course he has a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, duh, you're going to get his blessing even if you hadn't had to let him kill King George. Right. He's yeah. still gonna let you marry his daughter. Oh, and when they were fighting at the end, when um, they're hugging, Hook was in the perfect proposal form. I know he was down on one <laughs> on knee, floor. and I was like, "Look at that perfect form right now." <laughs> he's been he's, practicing. He's been practicing that one knee thing for a long time. He's ready for this. Yep. He's ready to make the plunge. He knows how make to do the it. Plunge. Yeah, and then August shows up with those. Damn pages. It's like, I'm excited you're in the story now again, August, but you can't be coming around, bringing those stupid pages that we haven't seen since season one. Like, what are you doing? Ruins everything, because now Hook knows that he killed David's father, and he's gonna have to come clean about it, and it's gonna cause some drama for a little bit between everyone, but in the end, I am still hashtag Hooker for Life, Captain Swan. It's still happening, because if we can forgive the evil queen for yeah. all of the bad things they did. You, Everyone has accepted Hook for who he is. They know his past and then yeah. it comes with baggage. Mm-hmm. They weren't expecting it to hit so close to home. <sighs> I understand that. Can you imagine though? But, like, he could have been the hero who like saved the dad and was like, alright mate, I'll let you off on the hook. You know, go ahead. Go back to your family. But no. That's a weird accent. <laughs> I tried to sound it like was, Hook. It, didn't it was like a weird like Australian mixed with English <laughs> okay. almost. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, but you know what I'm saying. Like, he could have been the cool guy to be like, all right, you know, I'm a pirate, but I'm going to let you go. But so now David's going to be like, okay, so, you know, you could have let my father go in that moment. So technically my father could have been alive if it weren't for you. So that's just going to cause the worst type of drama. I think it will take him a long time to forgive him. Yeah, but I think the real question is when will David find out? Before yeah. the wedding or after the wedding? How Ooh. long will the secret no longer be a secret? And who's he going to tell first, Emma or David? Right, who's going to find out first? Who's going to find out first? I feel well, like Archie, be... I feel like, might have, might find out next week. Yeah, Archie's oh, Doctor patient confidential. Yeah, they've got that whole thing going for them, so... You know he can't he can't talk so yeah. it's okay, but Sorry. it'll be interesting to see. And we'll talk more about this in like the predictions area of things because now we have to talk about. Ooh. Oh, sorry, not yet. I heard a bug. Now we have to talk about um, Regina and Robin two point oh because oh Marissa gosh. is like so excited. And I know. I'm still just sitting here like, guys, I don't like nor trust. Nothing he's throwing out right now. Okay, I know a lot of our, uh, <laughs> a, a lot of people are probably getting to. It's fun to watch. You yeah. gotta admit, it's fun to watch some version of Regina and Robin together. Yeah, he's probably not the good Robin that we all know and love. Yes, I get it. I get it. But it's fun. It's great to watch. Chemistry is still there, no matter if it's well, Robin one or Robin two or Robin killed. Swan Point. <laughs> what? I don't care. The chemistry care. was killed real quick. Yeah, because you know when they actually kissed. There, there was that moment. Kiss. There was that moment where Regina like knew something was different. Yeah, the kisses were and different, that, and like her face, and that it, it was like kissing a photograph. Knew. Have y'all done that? Like, like <laughs> there's no that. love. There's nothing there. Like, I, I'm sorry, Marissa, I'm so small. happy that you find joy in this. But, yeah, and I, and I, I think I would find more joy in it if the whole time I'm watching them interact, I'm just like 
don't get attached. Don't tell him anything. He's not, He's not the person dude. that you're used to. So as happy as I want to be for her to see them interacting again, all I can think of is the potential heartbreak I know. that she's going to that she's going to go through all over again. It's going to be losing Robin not once but twice, and it breaks my heart even uh, thinking three about times. it. Uh, three, three times. times. Well, Asma Mohammed said, hey, Robin 2.0, go home. <laughs> I know. Can we, I know can we find guys. a way to send him back to um, Wishland? I know. Well, you know what's <laughs> funny? I, I, I do... Swan point. Um, Swan point. Give you my sincerest apologies, because last week you guys were like, no, he's bad news. I'm like, no, he's probably a good guy. It's probably him, and he just probably doesn't remember anything. Obviously, we see he takes the box and everything after this episode. He's not going to be a good dude. But I feel like maybe Regina did do the right thing. She kind of pulled away. She's like, all right, I don't think it's going to work. So I feel like instead of her being like, oh, I'm still going to make it work, she told Snow, like, you know, I don't. I think it's just not going to work out. But who is he going to be with type of a thing? Yeah. And I have a pretty good And why does he be. make it through the portal? You yeah, know? no, I think it's great. And even that conversation with Snow, it just shows, like, how, how far their relationship has come. They are great friends and family now and they're giving each other advices about their love life and yeah I like I don't want to see Regina's heart broken again and it's probably gonna happen again but you gotta admit it's just still fun to watch you guys do you guys think that it's smart of them the whole town to want to fill Robin this Robin Hood 2.0 in on our Robin Hood's life like the fact that everyone's like, well, did you tell him that he has a daughter here? Did you tell him this? Did you tell him that? And I'm, in my mind, I'm just thinking, well, he's not here to replace that Robin mm-hmm. at all. So why does he need to know everything about it, about this guy and his personal life and the daughter who is an infant and wouldn't know that this is her father reincarnated? That was what was going through my mind. So I just wasn't sure if you guys were like thinking, yeah, he needs to know all this information about I don't think he, don't think he knows. I don't think to. he needs to know because you saw Regina kind of like kept him under lock and key pretty much in her own place. So it's like slowly filling in some of the memories, maybe just to jog his memory because, and thank you for everyone who was commenting on our last episode, people were like, hey, if uh, Emma can remember all the memories back in Swan Point, maybe it can be reversed and Robin can remember everything that happened. That's what I thought was going to happen. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was that was what I was rooting for because I was like, you know what? It'll be fine. He just somehow got trapped in a different dimension. He's going to come back. It's going to be all good. You know, the real Robin's going to be there with Regina. They're going to fall in love again. I was so there for that. But, like that would have been a great storyline too. But the reason Emma had those memories is because she was inserted into this point That's with true. only those memories and had to have her real ones. Reimagined mm. as opposed to him who was a figment of this wish. Yeah, yeah. Coming here. I'm just <laughs> pointing out small details. Like They're kind of big details. Ja- I know. Jamie Nauman says maybe he gets Robin's memories by the end of the season. I would love that. that I, I would insert love them that. In I would there, love that. Like, do a mind transfer. Because there's got to be some. There's got to be some reason why he was able to go through the portal. Whether it's him. Like some dark force pretending to be him coming through, or whether it's somehow part partially him, there's a reason why he was able to. So we'll figure that out eventually. It'll probably be by the end of the season or mid season finale. I don't know, but I just um, we already had a mid season finale. <laughs> yeah, we did. All this left is the finale. Wait, this was this is like the new season though. No, this no, is the same not. season. Oh, this is the same. So maybe the yeah. beginning of next season. <laughs> My bad. My bad, guys. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> what kind of cold medicine are you? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys hear it? In my 
my voice. It's You're like, delusional right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, hopefully we figure it out and we can stop him from going after people like Notting- Sheriff Nottingham oh gosh, and trying intense. to kill people on the streets with his bow and arrow. Yeah. You know, like, we gotta get this guy... He's out in the streets wilding right now. Yeah, like, he's, he's wilding out. He needs he's, to be tamed. Yeah. I love how Regina stopped him, though. That was a good... Oh, like, wave the hand. Push. I yeah, sent him away was, so you poof. wouldn't do something you would regret later. I love that. She's so... Oh, I just love her. She's great. She's and so great. shows, like, how far she's come, man. Like, I've killed people, too. Come on. And I, I did love that moment in her vault like, where she did kind of sound hypocritical. It's like, <laughs> it's at like, least, you guys, we are self-aware. She did come from dark past. We know this. Yeah. She's good, though. So my question, because when she was... When he's like, what's that? And she's like... The, the heart of my enemies. Yeah. I'm starting to think, wait a second, you still have some of those people's hearts? Can right. we go give them back? Right. I I like that's should, like, or are they actually real dead in this storybook? Yeah, but I just feel like I need an episode of Regina, like a Girl Scout with a wagon full of hearts, <laughs> and she's walking down the street, knocking on doors, like, you get a heart. hey, um, boom, and like putting hearts Ooh. back in people. Yeah. She's going to be the Oprah of hearts. <laughs> because I need her to not have a vault full, full of other people's hearts anymore. Yeah, it's like, but um... I think that also kind of shows she still does have that dark tendency within her mm-hmm. that she still has the hearts of people. So, if she does bee. return people's hearts and, like, literally gets rid of all dark magics or any semblance of dark thing from her past, she can truly be good then. Yeah, especially because we got rid of the evil queen side of her. So, yeah. there should be light and happiness yep. in her and not darkness. Uh, is there anything else y'all wanted to to talk about in this I'm episode? I'm excited. Like, this week I actually have a few predictions. Oh, well, I, before we get to that, oh, um, okay. I want to do some news and gossip and talk amongst yourselves. I gotta get my computer up and... <laughs> up and um, running? Yeah, well, I mean, it's up. Okay. Prediction. <laughs> our news and gossip for everyone. After Buzz yeah. TV News. So, last week we talked about how, you know, the show hasn't officially been picked up and we don't know what's going to happen and people's contracts are up and all that stuff. Well, ABC is in talks with four uh, original cast members. Oh my gosh. You want to know which four? Yes. Jenna Morrison, who plays Emma. Lana Parrilla. Yeah. Regina. Robert Carlyle. Gold. And Colin O'Donoghue, who's Hook. So these are the four people who they are in negotiations with right now for a season seven, for a potential season seven. The list is not including oh. Jennifer, Josh, or Jared, Mary, or Snow, Charming, and Henry, who have also been on the show since the start. That does not mean that they won't be a part of it, but... Uh, they're probably, um, like, holding out for some more money or yeah, something. Yeah, but I have Maybe. a quote here about the rumors of, like, the rebooting of the seasons and whatnot. Um... And Horowitz said, within the bounds of the season, there are many storylines that we've been telling for a long time that may reach some kind of climax. But at the same respect, these are characters who have to us really rich history and vital lives yet to be explored that while we may shake things up in a big way, we're hoping to. But there's a lot more that we can get. You know, we're hoping we're lucky enough to like get it all together. So maybe they'll go from series regulars to guest stars in a way it's just a way to bring in some new stories because like they're saying a lot of these storylines have kind of dragged on and like we were seeing they haven't really been using David and Snow that much and like 
real way. So it's oh like, gosh. okay, back off of their storylines and put something else to the forefront. And That's plus, true. like, you got to remember, they actually have, like, a real family in life and stuff. So, yeah. like, their personal priorities are probably shifted with, you know, and filming and stuff. And I think that just goes with everybody. One of the new storylines I think that they would bring on totally would be the the Aladdin Jasmine thing because they just re- reintroduced us to that yeah. so I could see them being like series regulars going in going for the next it. season which would be incredible That'd be awesome. well for the new season and the, the May finale is actually going to introduce two guest stars who have the potential of joining the series regular Ooh. cast for season 7 um, one of which is Walking Dead alum Andrew West who his character is being described as strong yet vulnerable leading man in his late 20s to mid 30s a gent who was once optimistic optimistic and hopeful but now has a friendless cynical recluse that said he still possesses a dormant deep-seated speak of spark of hope that waits for the right person to ignite it and i've been digging around the internet because there's a lot of theories on who this character could potentially be the one i like most adult henry because it's someone who used to be optimistic and hopeful and something happens and maybe that all goes away and he becomes this like cynical person but you know what that wouldn't be the first time that happened because we have freaking morpheus and gideon that's that's morpheus and gideon right now so you didn't even get them because but the difference is we didn't get to see morpheus as a kid growing up we've watched henry throughout this whole thing started but i think that storyline is so tired what just starting off good and becoming evil, and now we have to figure out how they became evil. No, I'm, so you're I'm thinking that. that like Jared may not be a part of the story anymore, like because they might grow up his character is basically what they're saying. Too. Oh my gosh! Oh, like a time rid of Henry. Like yeah, like fast forward. Part of the rebooting of the thing would be like, oh, Henry's now an adult and not a child anymore. I would be really sad. I love him. He's, um, oh, I would be so upset if he didn't. All right. Him. So the second guest star is uh, Jane the Virgin star. She actually plays the young Jane on that show, Allison Fernandez. Um, her character is being described as a precocious 10-year-old with a constant twinkle of mischief in her eye. Ooh. And though this girl comes from a broken home, those struggles have only made her stronger, something which will come in handy when darkness threatens everything she holds dear. That sounds like a young Emma. <laughs> well, what they're saying is while this character brekdown notes that this lass never lets the hard knocks of life get her ah, down. Annie? They're what? saying that you're wrong to guess that it's Orphan Annie. Aww. So it's not Orphan Annie, even though she's had some hard knocks in her life. Wow. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, that'd be really but see, weird. It How makes awesome sense. Like, if you're bringing in like an older Henry, like the show, every show needs like the cute kid. And Henry has clearly grown and he's not the little kid anymore. So you need someone to come fill that family-friendly adult, like... How fun would it be role. if we actually had Annie and then that would give us a legit reason to break out in song and dance? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be She could be in the musical episode. Exactly. <laughs> it's a hard knock. There's a whole movie that's dedicated towards her. <laughs> that would be fun. So that's all I have for news and gossip. Um, so take that as you will. Let's move Wait, in. do you want to do the weave? Once oh, upon once a upon a weave. Dakota, take it away. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Okay, so we did a poll. And we said, who do you think would win Once Upon a Weave? 
36% of you guys said that Emma would win, but we were kind of confused because Emma had her hair back in, like, the two scenes she was it in. It was in a ponytail Someone... and in a black cap. But when I voted, I hadn't seen the episode yet. That's and I true. voted for Regina because See. I just figured if we get a flashback of Evil Queen, like, she's going to slay yeah. all day. So Every day. All day. All day. All day. All day. Okay, but who do you think <laughs> actually won? Because Regina was second place, getting in 31% of the votes. I think it was Zelina because she was the only one who had a small cameo in this episode oh, and her her hair was up it was at attention you know what I'm saying it was present you know what I'm saying <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of I mean what do you think I, I would say maybe Rumple from the flashbacks yeah, I was hair was it was pretty Rumpel. glittery today it was it was nice it had a really strong wave <laughs> strong to it weave. a strong wave to that and trust me as a girl who normally rocks the natural hair don't care <laughs> it's hard to get those waves Freaks. nice because yeah. You sleep on it wrong, and your hair ends up sticking out sideways like Pippi Longstocking. Hey, it's a look. It could be Pippi. <laughs> it could be Pippi. How awesome would that be? Oh, that oh would my be gosh, fun, too. She's precocious, too. That's um, so funny. Well, thank you, Dakota, of for course. our Once Upon a Weave, since, um, yeah. Roxy's. Roxy's <laughs> not avail. Um, and now let's move into predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, anyone want to start? Um... I saw one of the fans in the chat, Casket Fan One, said that they think, in the end, Regina will have to kill Robin 2.0. Ooh. Oh yeah, which I to- would be I totally, see that. I totally see that. scary. I mean, wouldn't that be awful? Like, not only did he die, but she's got to kill the guy who looks exactly like him. But you got to remember, like Regina killed Daniel as well again. Remember in the in season two when yeah. Daniel came back and he was like the Frankenstein zombies mm-hmm. Daniel? Regina killed him too. Um, I could totally see that happening. It 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 just really sucked. Regina had to kill Robin like that. Um, <sighs> I, I could totally see it happening. I could see it happening, but I, I but it would be because he drove her to do it. Like one of my other predictions was that now that he knows that all those hearts are in there um, from her enemies. You know how we see that war scene in the next episode. You know he unleashes whatever's in that box. The trolls are there. I feel like maybe. He somehow is able to control the hearts, maybe, since he knows where they're at. Maybe he can gather them and, like, control the hearts of her worst enemies and turn them against her, maybe. I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. Anything's possible. In Storybrooke. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, Marissa, maybe you know, because next week we see Beowulf? What? Beowulf. It's like that old poem, but, like, like, I don't actually remember what happened in that, so I guess I have to go do some reading this week to find out. I'm not sure if it's Beowulf, but... That's what it sounded like they said. That's why I was like... But we know that there are trolls. There's, like, the equivalent of World War 1 and 2. They have troll war 1 and 2. So which which war is this? But I just want to know what's in that box that Robin took at the end. You did some fast pausing. And we did some pausing on that during the preview. It looked like little potion vials. I don't know. Something circular and there's multiple of them in that Uh. box. So what is it? What's in the Whatever box? it is, it's not good. Regina even said, you know, that's some powerful stuff. It's like potion, I love how, maybe. I love how she hit it, like, right in front of him. Like, I'm going to put that over in here now. <laughs> put that over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very powerful. Not for you. Very powerful, very powerful stuff very here. Powerful. My prediction is that Robin Grindle. 2.0 is working with the Dark Fairy to take down... Storybrook because it would explain how he was able to get through the portal. It just there's something off about him, and 
he wouldn't know to just take that for no reason. He took it for a reason. I think last week, how fast he was, like, I'll go. I said it last week. That really was a trigger for me of, like, he's up to something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's not being, he's not truly who he's saying he is. Also, something from last week with the whole um, Gideon thing. I think everyone's just a little too quick to believe his side of the story. Who? Of Gideon. Gideon. Like, he said, you know, that the Dark Fairy tried to make him dark for years, and he, you know, thought of his mom and resisted. And then I got home last week, and I was like, wait a second. We We just believed him. We don't know if he's playing us. In any way, because he could be working with the Dark Fairy exactly. and using this as his way in to get, you know, sympathy, the, you know, to get the popular vote or something, you know? So I'm not saying that I don't trust him. I'm just saying that, like, I need to see him interact a little bit more. Exactly. See a little bit of flashbacks of his time there because something just isn't right. It's hard to resist that much darkness, even if your mother is Belle. Yeah. All I'm saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if they incorporated the storyline into like if they did like a Beauty and the Beast two? Like Beauty and the <laughs> oh, Beast God. is obviously coming straight out straight to but... DVD. <laughs> straight to DVD. <laughs> that would be like no, that would be digital download only. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pod. Uh, you know, P- other people in the chat are wondering what's also in the box. We don't know. Hopefully, we'll find a next episode. I, I, I like hope they don't will. drag that out. And um, uh, as for the uh, when David's gonna find out, I think it's gonna be before the wedding. It's Ugh. gonna be before the finale. Oh my gosh! What yeah. if it's it was go- like it's going to backfire so hard on on Hook right now? Oh. I pray and I always I always give Hook the, I'm Hooker for life. I always try to give him the benefit of the, the doubt, but I also know that sometimes he doesn't always do the right thing. Yeah. But my heart wants to say that he's not even gonna ask Emma. Before this get, secret gets oh, I out, I hope so. Like he's gonna him, come like clean. He's first. gonna come clean about it first, and he then like it's closes. gonna cause drama. Yeah, mm. you can see he like closes the boxes, like thinking about it. He's contemplating. Yeah. But I feel like if it did happen to where he did ask her, I feel like somehow uh, Charming would, or I'm sorry, David would find out before the wedding, and then like whenever they said, "Does anyone object?" He'll be like, oh, "I object." This man <laughs> stole, like, killed my father. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> It's a little too dramatic. Maybe for once. it's like yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Let us know what you guys think. Um, send us what you think is in the box, gosh, guys. Um, what's in the box? Hashtag what's in the box. Uh, in the meantime, where can everyone find you guys on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Serafini TV, and you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T Jones. And make sure you guys follow Roxy Stryer and tweet her at Roxy Stryer. You can find me at the Tiana Hobson. And make sure you check out all the shows After Buzz TV does here. Um, follow us on social media. You can check out shows like Shadow Hunters. Yes. Um, call a call. Marissa, when calls the when heart. Calls when calls the, the heart. heart. I always want to say a call against the heart. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> when calls the when heart. calls the heart. One of my shows. The original starts next Sunday at 5 p.m. And I'll be on that chat, um, that show as well. So make sure you guys check us out all across the board. And we'll see you guys next week with more Once Upon a Time. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later.
The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.